Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Breaking America podcast. These are a short 15 to 20 minutes or less podcast that takes a deep dive with the problems of what's going on in the world today and possible solutions. Today's controversial problems are guns. So as I was saying, guns, one of the most controversial things in America right now. At the time of this podcast, America has seen two of its deadliest mass shootings back-to-back in 12 hours. One in El Paso, Texas, and one day in Ohio. So how does America compare to the rest of the world? What is the problem here? What are causing these issues? And is there any solution? Let's start with the first question of how does the U.S. compare to the rest of the world? Instead of how many gun deaths happen each year in each country, let's just look at how many occur per 100,000 citizens in each country. According to NPR, per 100,000 United States citizens, 3.85 of them will die of a violent gun death. That is nowhere near the lowest numbers in the world. Number 10 is Germany, and they have 0.12 citizens die per 100,000 people of a violent gun death. In fact, we rank 11th in the world for gun-related deaths per 100,000 people. We are with the countries that are run by cartels and drug traffickers. Now, this is a big concern and should be to every American. The majority of Americans tend to believe we are more developed and secure than any other countries in the world. And to me, it's scary our kids can get shot at our schools. Now we can see this is a problem. So before we dive into everything, let's talk about a brief history of guns in the United States and how it's affected our culture to this date. When our country was founded in 1776, the Second Man was drafted, which states, a well-regulated militia being necessary to to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This amendment basically says the right to form a well-regulated militia if the government becomes too powerful and there could be a resistance by the citizens to fight back against the government. Therefore, as a right, arms cannot be taken away. Which I will go more into detail of militias and the specifics of the Second Amendment later. But to continue our history, according to Britannica, the first mustard-types guns used during the Revolutionary and Civil War was in the 1600s in Spain. And now into 1894, the first automatic gun being invented, Americans have seen an increase in gun-related deaths. In fact, according to NBC, since 1960, Americans had more people killed in gun-related activities than we have had in all of our wars combined. So ever since the first 1894 automatic gun the death rate has risen, with the exception of Clinton's 1990s automatic weapon ban. We can also see since guns bans in other countries like Japan and Australia have led to significant decrease in gun deaths. Another thing I'd like to point out, according to BBC, per 100 residents of the United States, there's 120 guns, which is by far more than any other country in the world. So at this point, it seems the answer is pretty clear of why Americans have this problem which is more guns means more guns in people's hands, which means more gun violence. Now, before I start my next subject, I understand there could be a lot of people listening to this podcast that are passionate that I'm wrong about the issue. A big argument I've heard is guns don't kill people, people kill people, and people will always kill people. I 100% understand that, but if you don't understand that guns allow to kill people a lot faster and at a larger quantity than knives or even bombs, 
then you shouldn't own a gun. If you don't understand the risk of owning a gun and the dangers it can propose on not only yourself, but everyone around you, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't own a gun. Other arguments I have heard consistently is that a militia can be formed in case the United States government becomes too powerful. A militia is a military force that can be, that is raised from the civil population to supplement a regular army in emergency. Don't get me wrong, if it was the 18th century, then of course I would agree everyone should have a musket. But it's a completely different time, and Joe Dirt and Billy Bob can't round up his friends in his pickup and take on the United States military anymore. There's a militia in Texas, the FBI came in and arrested the leaders and the people involved with no questions asked. The reason for the arrest, there's significant evidence they were targeting and harassed minorities. So besides the being the main issues for guns, for many guns in America, what else is at play? The major reason we have lenient gun laws in our politics is because of the Second Amendment. Lawmakers who call other lawmakers for proposing gun reform bills are accused of wanting to change the Second Amendment. But if you remember, when I read the Second Amendment, the first four words are a well-regulated militia. And there lies the problem. All we know for sure is militias have to be well-regulated. Anyone can have their own idea of what that can mean. So to conclude on the Second Amendment issue, I believe the founding fathers would be okay with us to use common sense and have stricter gun laws to keep them out of the hands of harm. So this leads to the final issue of guns and politics. A big reason why we're having these conversations is because of the United States, we have gun lobbying groups. The biggest being the NRA. And they have a firm grip on our politics. With one example being Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. According to Politicus USA, the NRA has thrown $1.6 million at McConnell to block new gun reform bills in Congress that the House drew up. If you think you would turn that down, you are mistaken. According to Open Secrets, small individual contributions of less than $200 of regular people only make up 7.8% of Mitch McConnell's campaign. The rest, 41% of his money comes from large individual corporations and 24% come from PAC corporations or PAC contributions, excuse me. He doesn't have our best interests in mind. He's working for the large corporations, the lobbyists, and super PACs. McConnell is not the only one to do this. Parties on both sides will listen to money instead of the people. But that's a whole other topic for another time. The point is, this is breaking America. And the problems we face today isn't new. I hope one day we have some gun reform bill that every American can get behind and know it's better for the bigger picture. And I know it's hard to be a gun owner and knowing a product you own contributes to hate and violence is easy to deny and ignore numbers. And no way am I trashing you as a person or saying you're a bad person for owning a gun. It's just the numbers are in your favor, and I truly hope one day this podcast becomes a faded and forgotten. Thank you for listening to Breaking America. Good night.